Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast with the Family Framing Coaching Company. Um, today I just wanted to get on and I just wanted to talk to you guys about how to replace a problem behavior. Um, for you guys who are new to this podcast, I am, my name is Andrea Matthews. I am a board certified behavior analyst. I work with families who want to see more success with their child who is diagnosed with autism. And I do that by providing coaching and one-on-one support for families who have various different ways that they are experiencing autism because there's so many different ways to experience that. Um, So if you find that that's something or, you know, I touch on something today that is kind of close to you and, and speaks to you, go ahead and reach out. I have my link in the podcast notes. Um, reach out to me there. And if you're interested in coaching or if you're interested in a consult, um, consults are free. I have different things that, you know, that can make coaching accessible to you financially, uh, such as, you know, if you wanted to do a really short, you know, you submit a video to me and we go over it and I create, I help you create a protocol that's going to work to reduce that problem behavior. Uh, if you'd like to do full, full blown coaching where we, you know, we can work on mindset around problems. We can work through multiple problem behaviors. We can work through how to teach your child new behaviors easily and effectively. Uh, all of these things, uh, are possible with, with coaching. Um, and your child deserves to feel successful. You deserve to feel successful in the things that you're doing with your child in your home. Uh, you deserve to feel at peace knowing that you are doing everything that you can to help your child be as, as wonderful as they really are inside, as, as, as great as they possibly can be, because you know that they already are, you know that they're already there. Um, and creating an environment where they can be successful, where their personalities can, can shine, where they can really be their, their true self is, is one of the greatest joys that I, that I have when I'm working with a client and their personality starts to shine through because they're not so distressed anymore and they're not so unhappy anymore. They have a way to communicate their needs. They know that they're heard. They know that they're understood. And I, I think it's, I think it's a wonderful thing. I think it's one of the best gifts that you can give to yourself as a parent. And I think it's one of the best things that you can, you can give to the relationship with your child that you have. So I wanted to talk about three things that I often do when I am replacing a behavior with a better one. And this could be as severe as like full on tantruming and really high aggression and property destruction and, and, and all of that stuff to, um, maybe, maybe we are just teaching your child to, I don't know, what's something, what's something really maybe smaller that is also important. Um, Oh, maybe being able to like, like clean up a couple of toys rather than leaving the toy room a total nightmare and being able to tolerate uh, cleaning up after themselves as they play. You know what I mean? Like life changing, right? It's such a little thing, but it really could make such a difference. So, um, this could be, this could be for anything and for anyone. And frankly, if, if your child is not on the spectrum, this also <laughs> works wonderfully. Um, okay. 
Um, so last week's podcast, I talked a lot about finding the function of a behavior and I can talk more about that. I highly recommend that you go back and you listen to that podcast. Um, I explain a little bit more on how to find the function of behavior. If you are struggling to find the function of behavior or you just feel like you need more in-depth explanation or you want me to find it for you, go ahead and follow my link uh, to be able to sign up for a free consult, be able to sign up for coaching. Uh, this is something that I do on the daily basis and I'm really good at it. So um, if you are finding that you just need some extra help or you wanna make sure that you're getting it right, go ahead and reach out to me there. So the first step, of course, of finding a, or, or getting rid of an old behavior and coming up with a new and teaching a new behavior is uh, making sure that you know the function that the behavior is serving. We as human beings do not engage in a behavior unless it has a purpose, unless it feels good to do it for some reason, okay? So if a certain behavior allows you to escape something that you don't wanna do, I mean, how many of us are, you know, flipping through our phone, are doom scrolling or whatever, procrastinating in any other form because we are escaping another stimulus? And that stimulus could be anything. That stimulus could be like playing with your kids or finishing some homework or, I mean, I can think of a thousand things uh, that I want to doom scroll instead of, you know, like doing my laundry. I don't know. I don't know whatever it is for you, but like, but we as human beings always have a function to our behavior. So common functions are, for example, um, escaping demands, escaping things that we have to do, um, obtaining items or activities that we want right? Like so many of us have jobs because we want to obtain things. We, you know, we want to have a car, we want to have a house, we want to have a pool in the backyard, whatever. So we will submit ourselves to a whole bunch of, of different behaviors to obtain that thing. Um, and, and our children are, are no different. Like human beings are human beings, whether or not they're on the spectrum. It is this, as far as behavior is concerned, it is the same. It is the same. Um, so, um, the second thing that I always keep in mind is what is an appropriate replacement behavior? So for example, like let's go back. So the function, let's say the function of my doom scrolling is to, ugh, this is a bad one because I, I don't know if I want to get rid of this behavior. Let's say I wanted to get rid of my doom scrolling behavior <gasps> and um, okay, so the function of my doom scrolling on social media is to escape things that I should, I feel like I should be doing. Whether that is doing this podcast or maybe um, offering free consults to, to people that I know, or maybe that is doing my dishes. I don't know. I don't know whatever it is. Uh, or maybe it's all of those things. Um, I am trying to escape those demands that I placed on myself or that someone else has placed on me. Um, so an appropriate replacement behavior would be something that would appropriately allow me to escape. So for example, an appropriate escape for me not washing my dishes is that maybe I contact a neighbor on the street that I know just lost their job and I say, hey, I'll pay you 20 bucks, come wash all of my dishes and clean my kitchen for a half an hour. Or maybe I'd pay, I'd pay him a lot more. I pay him a lot more for that, but, but that would be an appropriate escape. 
I don't have, I no longer have to do that thing, but I'm, I'm not doom scrolling. I'm, I'm not doing just nothing there. Okay. Now there are times where in this particular scenario, probably the best case scenario would be for me to actually just do it anyway. But with a lot of the behaviors that we're working on with our children, they are maladaptive in nature. So your child has no idea that they can ask for a break when they're doing homework, for instance, and that that break is going to be honored or that they can even ask maybe maybe ask for help or they know that they can ask for help, but they're just deciding to frequently not do it and just get themselves so worked up and so frustrated that it becomes a big issue, okay? So uh, teaching an alternative behavior where you are able to teach them to ask for a break, teach them to uh, ask for help, teach them to... Um, I, I don't know a- any other replacement behavior to escape this, this thing that's appropriate for the situation. And so you'll go through and you'll be like, okay, like what, what would I like them to do? What would be a way that they could feel like they are escaping at least for a short period of time that is appropriate? Okay. So if that means that, that you need to teach an honor that when they ask for a break, that you're going to give them a break. And that that break is going to feel like this. It's going to have these things in it. It's going to have absence of people talking or telling them things in it. I don't know. Sometimes a break can look different for, for a kid. Sometimes a kid will want more attention on a break. Um, that, that kind of stuff. Um, and then the third thing that you want to keep in mind is that at the same time that you are wanting to train this new behavior, you have to stop rewarding the old behavior. So that might constitute usually when I'm working with older kids um, that have language ability um, and, and kind of some social understanding, usually I'll prep them before and I'll be like, okay, dude, in about five minutes, it's going to be time for homework. And if you need help or if you need to take a break, what do you say? That's right. You say, I need a break, and you know that I'm going to be able to give you a break. Oh, yep, yep, that's right. You say, I need help, and you know that I'm going to be able to come over, and I'm going to, I'm going to give you some hints, okay? And, and you kind of like prep the waters for that. But then you're also going to expect them to fail at it the first time because whatever problem behavior they're engaging in is working for them. Otherwise, they wouldn't continue doing it, okay? So their, their first response is going to be to go to what they know works, which is, their problem behavior that you're trying to replace. Okay. So you're going to expect them to go to the problem behavior. Okay. All right. Um, so as you see them starting to get ramped up before they, you know, if you have a zero to 60 kind of guy, uh, which sometimes I do, you, you want to be really careful, but you're going to, you're going to try and catch before they are completely unreasonable in their problem behavior. And they are just like full out problem behavior. But maybe they're starting to get, you can start to see them kind of starting to get a little frustrated or a little whiny. You're going to sit there and then you are going to prompt them. And you are going to say, tell me, I need a break. And as they repeat that for you, or they say it in their own words or whatever it is, then you say, oh, oh my gosh, good job. Thank you. Okay, I'll give you a, you know, I'll set a four minute timer. Go ahead and why don't you, and then let them commence with whatever a break looks like for them. If that means that they are sitting catatonic at the table, okay. If that means that they uh, get a hug from you, okay. Um, 
you know, it, or, you know, alternatively, you could have them asking for help, right? So before they are completely unreasonable and totally escalated, you're going to say, I see you're frustrated. Say, I need help. Okay. And then you're immediately going to give them praise for, hey, you know what? Good job. That's awesome. Thank you for asking. Yep. I'm here to help. And then you immediately offer them the help that they need. Okay. So in the beginning, like this will take a lot of time in order to foster this new skill of asking for a break, of asking for, for help in this one situation. Obviously, a new behavior can be anything. And so you're kind of fostering this new fledgling behavior. And this is not the time you don't want to choose, you know, if you have a day where you're really behind and all of the housework and, and you have guests coming over and you, um, haven't started dinner yet and, and whatever it is, that's not the day to be starting this. Um, you want to be able to sit there and provide the attention that's required for this task. You are trying to teach a new behavior. You are trying to, uh, put to rest an old behavior that has, that is really, really troublesome. And there might be consecutive days where, where you need to, you need to do this and you need to be honoring this new behavior that you are teaching and that they are trying out and they are trying to develop. So you want to be mindful of what's going on when these, when these things are happening. And you might need to make sure that you can devote the time that's necessary to be able to teach this new skill. So, and, and honestly, when I'm teaching a new behavior, let's, let's keep, you know, with this same, like this homework problem that we have going, um, offering them repeated breaks, um, might end up being, being a problem. But what, what you're actually doing right now is the goal is not to get the homework done per se. Eventually the goal will be to get the homework done, but we're going to get the homework done without a blow up. That's the goal. Okay. So right now, if your child can only tolerate 45 seconds of homework time sitting at the table or wherever they do their homework before they blow up, then you're going to cut it off at the 40 minute, 40, 40 second mark right before they are, they are going to blow up. Okay. And so if, and, and this can be different for, for every kid and, or maybe that time changes and depending on, you know, they really like the reading but they hate the math or like whatever. And so you know your child the best with this stuff, um, but you're going to prompt them through right before they are going to start to escalate, right before they're going to have a problem. And then you're going to honor that repeatedly. And then as they start to learn this new behavior, they start to realize, oh, well, you know what? Actually getting my homework done. I mean, if I only do 40 seconds at a time, it's going to take forever, but I can do it without having a blow up. And then you can lengthen that amount of time of be like, you know, like, hey, like we we've gone 40 seconds and you're so good at this and you're so good at asking for a break and you can have a break whenever you want. Or I, you know, I, I can help you whenever you need. And and they know that that you're going to be there and that they have a system where they can get the help that they need. And they can take a break when they need it. Um, then you start to see that time lengthen. Then pretty soon you're at a minute. Pretty soon you're at five minutes. Pretty soon you're at 10 minutes. Pretty soon they can do the whole homework assignment and not have any problems at all. And sometimes this happens way faster than you think it's going to. Um, I can't even tell you how many times I've been so surprised where I, I have a client who the acquisition rate is super slow. So acquisition rate is like, how quickly can you pick up new things? How quickly can you learn something new? And I, I have experience with this and, you know, 
this individual or that individual where I feel like the acquisition rate is really, really slow. And then we do something like this and it is like bing, 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 bing. I, I'm so good. I'm so good at this now. Like I can totally do this. And sometimes they'll skip, you know, leaps and bounds. You're like, okay, well, you know, we're at about a minute of, of tolerance before you start to really have a problem. And then all of a sudden they're at five minutes and there was no time in, like they're just way better at tolerating it all of a sudden. Um, and so, and that's really exciting. That's really, really encouraging. And you know what? Sometimes if my child has a really, really tough day at school, maybe it's going to be like a 45 second time frame where we can tolerate doing homework again. And you know what? That's okay. And it doesn't mean that all of our work is lost. And it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with my child. It just means that today is a really, really tough day. It's, it's a really, really, you know, stressful day and and me expecting best case scenario is not you know I need to manage my expectations there and then maybe tomorrow or the next day we're going to be right back at it and it's going to be great so um that is how I sit there and I and I look at a behavior and I say hey you know this behavior isn't working for their family this behavior honestly isn't working for them really it isn't working for the community um what works in its stead? Awesome. Okay, we're going to teach that instead, and we're going to stop rewarding all of this tantrum behavior. We're going to stop, you know, so if if your child sits there and they are having a tantrum over being able to get candy and you're not able to, like, step in before a problem behavior starts, then you have to, like, wade that out. And no matter what you do, you're not going to want to provide candy, for that tantrum. If they're having a tantrum in order to receive an edible like candy or something like that, we're not going to give them candy once they have started full-blown behavior problems, okay? Um, and then when they come down, you can sit there and, and you can try again and we, and we will go through and we, we can teach that replacement behavior before the problem behavior starts. And if a problem behavior starts, they just go zero to 60 all of a sudden, then we're going to wait out that problem behavior and we're going to show them that that problem behavior does not yield the results that they're seeking anymore. Okay. And that's the fastest way to stop a, pro a problem behavior. So you have, you're stopping your problem behavior at the same time that you're teaching a new behavior. And the new behavior is always going to be easier, right? Because it's so much easier to say, I need a break than having a 45 minute long tantrum at the table. Because a tantrum is a lot of screaming. It's a lot of yelling. It's a lot of like, uh, otherwise exercising in other ways. Uh, whether that's that's kicking or whatever, and then your parents are mad at you, and then you don't get dessert that night, or whatever it is. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort, right? It is so much easier to just say, Mom, I'm getting frustrated. I need a break. So much easier, okay? And then eventually, when, you, when you're getting really, really good results with this, you can start to work on like fading out. You know, sometimes we accept no. When, when you ask for a break, a break really isn't possible right now. And you need to keep working for a couple minutes on your homework or whatever alternative behavior that we've, that we've always honored. We're going to start to like fade that out and be like, you know what? You, if you can't have what, what you're asking for right now, if you can't have this thing, you can, you're still going to be fine. You're still going to be able to work through this. So, so eventually you can sit there and, and they're sitting at the table and they're doing their homework and they're almost done, uh, with the whole page. And they say, mom, I'm really, really 
frustrated, I need a break. And uh, for whatever reason, maybe they take a break on the tablet, but their sister is playing in the other room. And you say, um, you know what, bud, you can't take a break right now. But if you work for two more minutes, then it will be your turn to play on the iPad. Or, uh, or maybe you just say flat out, no, you, you get to the point where you're like, no, dude, you are uh, three problems away. So go ahead and finish it. Okay. Go, go ahead and finish it. You can't take a break right now. And maybe that's the answer. And they're like, okay, well, and, and you have worked them up to the point where they are totally able to handle not having any problem behavior over not being able to get a break or not being able to get the item or not being able to like do whatever it is, uh, that, that serves the new function of behavior, right? And you're able to totally have them have a, a typical, whatever you want to call typical, uh, typical experience doing whatever it is that they're not wanting to do or gaining access to something that they, that they can't have or whatever, whatever it is. Um, that would be, and, and there are so many different ways. If you guys want to have, you know, me explain that for maybe obtaining an item or obtaining attention, etc., um, that is something that I'm totally willing to do. Go ahead, leave me a message for any questions uh, or concerns. Go ahead, and you know, you can reach out to my Instagram, and I can totally cover these things. If there's something, if there's a question that you've had that you would like some input on or like me weighing in, uh, go ahead, reach out to me. I'm on Facebook and I'm on Instagram. Um, everything is linked in the podcast notes. So go ahead, look me up there. Let me know if there's anything you'd like me to touch on. And I hope to see you guys uh, for your free consult if that's something that you feel like you would enjoy, uh, if that's, if you're feeling like you would like to understand a little bit more about your child's problem behavior so that you can have a really solid plan for your family to help your child be successful and help your, you know, create a home where they can truly develop the behaviors that you know that they have inside of them. They just haven't been able to show them. Um, then I'm available. Um, all right, guys, that is all for this week. I hope you guys have a great week. We will talk to you later. Bye.